It's time for Mortgage Matters, the GMFS weekly radio show, heard exclusively on Talk 107.3 FM WBRP. And now here's your hosts, GMFS CEO T. Brown and Pamela Matassa. Glad to have you with us today. We start the program off with information about your credit and your finances. Today, we are glad to have our good friend Sheila Strange join us with Life Services. And you can reach Sheila, by the way, at 225-936-6758. She is just comes with a plethora of information and some helpful tips and resources. You can pick up that information by going to the gmfsmortgage.com website. You can check out our uh, YouTube channel for little videos with Sheila. You can go to SoundCloud or to iTunes to find out um, full podcasts of these programs. But to start us off today, when you pull your credit report, on annualcreditreport.com. You can pull your credit report and you will get to see um, information about your debt. Yes. Or your your creditors and all right. that. Now, we you, you sometimes see codes, is that right? Am I understanding correctly? Yeah, the credit report, all three of them have their own, you know, their own formats. And, and I get this a lot. People are like, well, what does the status mean? What does this code mean? So it's important for consumers to also, and they have it on, on the annualcreditreport.com, um, these templates that kind of let you know what those things mean and um, where you can locate certain information. So without having a credit report sitting in front of you, if people are listening to us right now, mm-hmm. you'll get a credit report. It's subdivided. Correct. According to the creditor. Mm-hmm. And then there are codes off little little numbers and letters and codes off them, and each of those codes means something. Right, right. You have let's like for example, if you pull your credit report, normally um, I will see when I'm working with someone the accounts that are in good standing first. Then you'll move down to the derogatory items, which are the things people are most interested in. You know, what am I in trouble with? Um, we'll take a certain account. They may have the DLA. That's a date of last activity. Okay. Um, when someone's looking for how long is this going to be on my credit report, everyone knows the answer is seven years. Well, where does that go from? It normally starts from the date of first delinquency. Okay. Um, if you see that you have a debt account, it's got paid as agreed. That's going to be in your accounts in good standing. Awesome. Paid as agreed. You're making your payments on time, making full payments. Um, so that account is normal. Well, it's not going to be in your derogatory items. Right. So if it says paid as agreed, Thumbs up. Good you're you're doing what you promised. Fantastic. Yeah, that's not to say you didn't have some history, but currently at that time, it's paid as agreed and you're doing well. Yes. Okay, next thing. You've got your uh, paid and closed, never late. So that's super thumbs up. It's paid out, the account's closed, you never were late. Um, the now, if you have go. an account that, that is closed, so it's no longer active, so it's not counting towards your good credit or against your credit, is that true or does it? Well, your payment history reflects for up to seven years. So even if it's closed this month, that still has a good impact on your credit. Absolutely. Because that's what establishes your history, you know, your credit profile. But then once that account has been closed for, say, seven years, then it no longer is... It falls off. So, right. And and most of the time, I always tell people, my my suggestion, and this is my recommendation... um, if you have a credit card that you don't use any longer, be careful and, and think about it before you close it. Just put it away. You don't necessarily have to, to close the account because uh, that can impact your 
uh, credit availability to the balances of all your other accounts. So. Now, not to sidetrack, but if you have a credit card and you don't use it for a number of years, does it in, does it then become inactive or you can't use it anymore? A lot of creditors will close it internally due to non-use. Yeah, they absolutely will. And some clients, you know, talked to me and they said, oh, I was really going to get um, all of my debt paid. And so I went through and paid these accounts and then I closed them all and now my credit scores dropped. Yes, you just eliminated all of your credit. So just, oh, I so would certainly con take that in consideration before you start closing all your accounts. Yeah. Right, that's why you say keep it open. I would, it I would keep it open and, and don't use it, open. it, but I keep it open. Yeah, yeah. And eventually most creditors will close something, an account due to non-activity. All right, next item. Um, you're going to have the account was, pay okay, this is important, paid in full for less than, that's going to be your settlements. Okay, so your settlements are going to impact your score. Uh, but not as bad as an account that was not paid and is in charge off from collection. So it just says, you know, John Smith settled for less than the account had been in collections for a period of time. We accepted 200 and he owed 595. So the account's been done, but um, it is going to have an impact on your on your credit report, but not as bad as if he didn't do anything. Uh, you're going to have your 60 day, 90 day, 120 day past due um, notifications on there. And that's of course, 30 day was normally what it starts off with. So that's going to show whether or not you have um, made a late payment one month late, two months late, three months late, and it goes on and on on your credit report. If you have made a payment late and you just have, say, one or two over the course of your credit report, mm -hmm. does that make a big impact? It will impact your credit score. It will decrease the weight of it over time. I don't have a cookie cutter response on how much because everyone's profile is different. But if you make a late payment on your um, credit card bill or on an installment loan, yes, you can you can expect that to impact your, your credit score. So what happens if you have a change in life circumstances? Mm -hmm. You've been in the hospital or you just lost mm -hmm. your job and you're unable to make that timely payment on a particular month or a couple of months, is there something that you can do to be proactive in saying, hey, I'm not gonna be able to pay my account this month? I have two answers for people on that. Reach out to your creditor, because a lot of creditors do have internal programs, especially credit card companies, to address those situations, okay? My second answer is, you may get a response that says, they cannot just assume every single person they're talking to that's gonna be late is telling the truth. So. A late payment is a late payment at the end of the day. However, you stand a better chance of getting some co coordination and cooperation on a missed or late payment if you reach out to your creditor, especially if it's a credit union, um, you know, that, that you've had or established a long-term relationship with. Uh, they normally will work with their, their clients pretty well. And what about if you have a credit, uh, a credit card, let's say you're gonna make a payment um, that's going to be late, or let's say you, you forget, can you just, obviously you can just give them a call and they will. Uh, remove the late, probably not. No. <laughs> probably not. I think there's a, well, that's just my experience. I, I'm talking about your large creditors, right? I think if you're going to anticipate being late and you contact them, you may get a different response than. Sure. I'm late. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. You know, my mother-in-law was in town for a week and I had all these things going on. You're, you're going to end up with a late mark still. So. I think that most most of the time you're better off if you foresee an issue to reach out to your creditors and let them know when 
when you anticipate having a problem. All right, yeah. next next item. Okay, so we've got, um, I talked about your late payments, accounts paid in full for less than, your charge-offs. Okay, that's the final thing I have on here that's a big deal that people don't understand, um, especially when they come see me. There, there, there's a stronger chance for consumers to work with collection agencies on types of debt such as medical, um, if it is a credit card, uh, whatever, Citibank, Chase, whoever, mm -hmm. um, and you have a charge-off on that account, if you owe a balance and it's in a charge-off status, you need to contact the credit. They have internal hardship programs. What does that to mean? Charged charge off. off means the, the account has gone past into collections, okay? And sometimes it's on the outside. It's with the outside agency. Sometimes it's internally in collections. So the account's been charged off of the normal books, and they're with someone who's trying to collect on the debt. Um, I would contact the original creditor and see if there's a hard hardship program that you can get on to pay the debt off, but that's not going to be removed. There, there, there's just no, there's no way for anyone, if they tell you they can get a charge off removed on a credit bureau, over time it will, but there's no magical wand that's going to remove that. Status. So basically, no matter what, you're better off to make a timely small payment so that you're making a payment on time as opposed, even if you can't pay the full amount. Well, that's a misconception oh. because if you make a less than full payment, you will probably get hit with a 30 day late also. But you're better off doing that than not paying and getting to, charge off normally happens 90 and 120 days. So like I say, it's all about communication. Reach out to your creditors and let them know what's going on because a lot of them do have internal programs for consumers who do. After the fact is after the fact, you know, so. But of course, you could help them. I could help them, absolutely. I can't get a charge off removed, but if you're working on your credit score, I can certainly help come up with some suggest suggestions to offset that with your credit score as opposed to your credit. So let's establish some new credit with some good pay history. It takes a little time to offset that. We're talking to Sheila Strange with Life Services. She often helps people who are looking to get into homes with GMFS yes. Mortgage. Yes. You can call Sheila at 225-936-6758. We have a little less than a minute left. Yes. Are there? How do you help people when someone calls you, uh, like from GMFS Mortgage, they find out that, hey, I'm not where I need to be right now in order to get into a home. What are the steps you take? I will sit down, we'll look at, the first thing I do is ask them what their goals are and ask them, you know, where are you now? Where do you need to be? And how did we get here? Because people have a reason for the situation. Some people aren't just evil, not want to pay their bills. So I try to get an understanding of the individual. We'll look at their credit report together, talk about their debts. We'll hit the low hanging fruit first. Like, you know, people feel good when they can take care of certain debts. I want them motivated. I'll come up with an action plan for them. And I'll also coordinate with their lender because our ultimate goal is to get them in that home they want. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And we'll continue with more of the show talking about how to get you into the home that you want right after this. GMFS, change your lives. GMFS, change your lives. 